Well, I'm Evan Knappen, and welcome to Gun Lawyer. Say, do you know what it's like to be a gun lawyer? Well, you know, I've been practicing gun law, focused my entire practice on gun law for, for 35 years, mainly uh, New Jersey gun law. And, of course, New Jersey's one of the craziest states to practice gun law because there's no shortage of insanity in a state like New Jersey and its wacky gun laws. And as a gun lawyer, I found it very rewarding because the calling is to defend the Second Amendment, defend our right to keep and bear arms, and defend law-abiding citizens that simply want to exercise their rights and their freedom. And it's amazing how much resistance there is from the government, those in the government, with agendas that are contrary to freedom and our rights. And the, those are the fights that I've always enjoyed the most, fighting for all our constitutional rights, fighting for freedom, fighting for a due process. And these fights can be very rewarding because, you know, you can actually, at times, I know this may be shocking, you can actually see the system work. You can actually see it work. And the ability to save people from these draconian and horrible gun laws that just turn law-abiding citizens not just into criminals, but can ruin their lives. I mean, bona fide ruin their lives with simple, silly crap. I mean, we're talking about New Jersey, a state where possession of a slingshot is a felony-level offense. And if your case is, uh, you know, you're charged with a gun law violation, and it's any of these simple unlawful possession of a handgun, possession of a so-called dreaded assault firearm, you know, these made-up terms with these made-up definitions, that have no impact on crime, but it affects law-abiding citizens. They're looking at serious, minimum mandatory jail time, crazy treatment through the system, which your entire life and career, your freedom, your family, your hopes and dreams get destroyed by New Jersey. And you become what I call a victim of gun laws, particularly New Jersey gun laws. And it's really a career dedicated to defending folks from being victimized by gun laws that absolutely violate the Constitution and Second Amendment and fighting to save individuals on an individual level one by one while challenging the laws themselves. And it's a way to make come alive the things that you studied in law school, when you studied constitutional rights, when you studied how to make these motions and how to operate in our adversarial system so that you can help good people get saved. Because the folks that I represent are law-abiding criminals. That's a joke, but it's true. In other words, they're not 
people who have done something that is evil in itself, what they call the malum in se. Instead, they violated a malum prohibitum, something that's been made illegal because a bunch of politicians decided that they didn't like this particular item and the people who own it so that they can go after the anti-constituency that they have to turn those people into felons so they lose their voting ability and lose their rights and to disenfranchise individuals from their gun rights for the entire country. Because if you get convicted of possession of a slingshot, and even if you pay a $10 fine but you're now a convicted felon, well, you're now prohibited anywhere in the United States as a convicted felon under federal law from possessing any firearms or ammunition. So that's the game. And in the meantime, if they can lock you away in state's prison for years and uh, just destroy your life, they're able to express their hatred for you and me in this way and to get it out on us. And that's where you see law after law passed in New Jersey, despite the proclamations from the Supreme Court about it being an individual right and needs to be respected and needs to have the right looked at broadly for the individual in the same way that we would look at speech, freedom of speech or freedom of exercise of religion or even our other due process rights. But that's not how it goes in New Jersey particularly. It's a constant wave in the opposite direction that you fight as a gun lawyer. And it's a really good fight, and it's an important fight. And it's one that I enjoy. But I got to tell you now, lately, it's been enormous in growth in this fight. Because of all the anti-gun laws that Murphy has passed, you know, two huge packages of more anti-gun laws that create insanity, banning things that were never banned before, creating criminals out of thin air, creating things where individuals are facing being put into the gun owner gulag, as we've discussed, all these kind of things. And, it, and it's nuts because real criminals, oh, well, we don't have to worry about them. You know, they get along, do their thing. But gun owners, well, that's a different story. Gun owners, we're going to make them pay. And this is what happens. So if you really have ever thought about wanting to join in this fight, to practice in this area, to defend law-abiding citizens and to defend the Second Amendment, the right to keep and bear arms, and to fight so people aren't incarcerated, turned into felons, disenfranchised of their rights, fight to get their guns back that have been seized by the biggest gun thief in America, the state of New Jersey. If you're interested in fighting for that, fighting so they can maintain their rights and keep their license and carry so they no longer have to be a victim but can be a defender, if you think you might have a passion to practice law in this area because you believe in your heart deeply 
in the Second Amendment. Well, I got something to tell you. I'm looking for you because I'm looking to hire at Evan F. Knapp, an attorney at Law PC, my law firm. We need to hire uh, more attorneys and paralegals. So I am looking for good people that want to work defending the Second Amendment, particularly attorney and or paralegals. Um, if you're interested, if you have a passion for this, if you'd like to join the fight for our rights and fight in the most challenging arena there is for this subject, we're talking New Jersey here, get a hold of me, get in contact with me. Go to my website at evannappin.com. You'll see I have a an ad up there for hiring. You can just go through the contact there. You can call my office with the phone number right there. You could send an email. You could go even through the uh, website for Gun Lawyer where you can send a message. Get a hold of me, and I want to talk to you because we need people now to fight the fight. This fight is on, and it's on for both negative and positive. It's on because of all the anti-gun laws that they're looking to enforce on good people, but it's also on because our right to carry is finally something that can happen, and there's bumps along the way here so that we can get it done right, but finally, victims know more. We can be defenders, and we can help good people get their licenses, and so it's a really great positive on that. So if you're interested, please get a hold of me. I'm looking for folks. If you know somebody that might be interested, tell them. I'd really like to speak with them and uh, try to get more folks on board here because New Jersey is just uh, uh, begging for more, more folks practicing in this. And I'll be the one able to train you and help you. And, you know, 35 years of experience here. And you, too, can be a gun lawyer. So get in touch. When we come back, I have a very interesting letter from a listener. And I will tell you all about it. For over 30 years, attorney Evan Knappen has seen what rotten laws do to good people. That's why he's dedicated his life to fighting for the rights of America's gun owners. A fearsome courtroom litigator fighting for rights, justice, and freedom. An unrelenting gun rights spokesman tearing away at anti-gun propaganda to expose the truth. Author of six best-selling books on gun rights, including Knappen on Gun Law, a bright orange gun law Bible that sits atop the desk of virtually every lawyer, police chief, firearms dealer, and savvy gun owner. That's what made Evan Knappen America's gun lawyer. Gun laws are designed to make you a criminal. Don't become the innocent victim of a vicious anti-gun legal system. This is the guy you want on your side. Keep his name and number in your wallet and hope you never have to use it. But if you live, work, or travel with a firearm, the deck is already stacked against you. You can find him on the web at evannappen.com or follow the link on the Gun Lawyer resource page. Evan Knappen, America's Gun Lawyer. 
You're listening to Gun Lawyer with attorney Evan Knappen. Available wherever you get your favorite podcasts. I am a lawyer. I am a lawyer. Welcome back to Gun Lawyer. And I want to thank all my listeners for being great listeners. And I get so much wonderful feedback and it makes me so happy. And I know that we're helping people and educating people and making so folks less likely to become victims of gun laws. Uh, so tell your friends as well and please subscribe. It makes a big difference getting the word out, the message out. And I've got a letter here from from a person who writes saying regarding post-Bruin and rescinding AWB, so I'm sure he means assault weapon bans. Hi, Evan. I still have my signed 2000 edition of your Orange NJ Law Bible. While, yep, while some of the content is now dated, your book is still pride of place on my office bookshelf. And if you're looking to get a copy of the latest edition, you can go to the website at evannappen.com and you can order the current edition. And we have updates online for free if you want to update your older editions. Following the New York Bruin ruling, the AWB of Highland Park, Illinois, is again being challenged in recently filed uh, its Nagar versus uh, Highland Park case. In this post-Bruin environment, how likely do you feel this case will succeed? Do you feel this could be the start of other local and statewide assault weapon ban being rescinded? Thanks again for everything you do. Now, I'll tell you, the answer is yes. A matter of fact, right after Bruin, the Supreme Court GVR'd, you know, Grant vacated and remanded, one of the pending cases requesting the review by the Supreme Court, which was the challenge to the Maryland so-called assault weapon ban. So already it's in play in Maryland where they have to, they being the court below, needs to revise their opinion in conformance with the Bruin decision. Now there is an assault weapon ban challenge, at least one, if not more, going on in New Jersey. And there are plenty of challenges throughout the country. And I think Bruin has absolutely opened the door for these challenges, uh, first by the GBR, of course, of Maryland, but then, even when you look at the standard of review that Bruin puts out, the most important aspect of the case, not just that carry is permitted and that you can't deny carry based on some arbitrary requirement of need where you have to go begging and convincing some government officer before you can exercise your constitutional right. That's been shot down, but what's more important is Bruin laid out the test, the test for determining constitutionality. And it's a test based on history, text, and tradition of the Second Amendment. And the burden is placed on the government to have to prove that there have been limits on firearms that are so-called assault firearms or assault weapons through the history of the Second Amendment 
and I mean going way back, back to like 1791 or even 1860s with the 14th Amendment. And if they can't show that there's been this tradition and this delimit, this delimit placed on the Second Amendment having to do with uh, semi-automatic firearms, then it's not going to fly. And the, the state is not going to be able to meet their burden of proof to uphold the constitutionality of these assault weapons, assault firearm bans, which is essentially cutting away the pejorative term of assault weapon or assault firearm. What you're really talking about is a semi-automatic rifle or shotgun. It's a modern sporting arm. A semi-automatic rifle or shotgun is in essence, what they're trying to ban by putting the scary assault weapon, assault firearm moniker on it. And yet, has there ever been historically semi-automatic ban that goes way, way back? Remember, the Bruin case invalidated New York's Sullivan Act, the Sullivan Act, which was passed in 1911. That isn't enough history of delimiting rights to even go back to 1911. So have there been any, uh, you know, where there's repeating firearm prohibitions, even just repeating firearm prohibitions? And of course, the answer is absolutely not. It's the opposite. I mean, repeating firearms um, help build America when you think about it. And what were lever-action Winchesters? I mean, granted, they're not semi-auto, but they're repeaters with magazines that fed ammunition. And there were semi-autos that preceded them. There are semi-autos and repeating firearms going way back. And look, if you look at you know the classic Mauser broom handle, for example, What's that known as? It's known as the C-96. In other words, 1896 for the Mauser broom handle semi-automatic pistol. Now, of course, there wasn't any regulation specifically on the broom handle. It was not anything prohibited. And, of course, the broom handle itself is interesting because the design of it apparently looks so cool that they decided to slightly... Hollywood enhance it, and that is the pistol that is the basis for Hans Solo's blaster from Star Wars. Yep, a pistol designed in 1896. So the thing is, they're not going to be able to show. They're not going to be able to show it. As a matter of fact, have there ever been attempts to ban semi-automatic firearms in the history? And there has been. A lot of folks don't realize, but the 1934 Machine Gun Act, right? 1934 National Firearm Act banning machine guns and sawed-off shotguns and suppressors, all that, right? Well, that law originally had a ban on semi-automatic rifles and magazines over 12 rounds. And they were cut away they were removed from the bill so not only wasn't there a ban there was an attempted ban that was rejected in 1934 so how are you going to show 
that this is something that traditionally has been banned. How is a government going to do that? I don't see it. I don't see it at all. I'm pretty confident they're not going to be able to do it. And when they fail to make that showing, then the law is unconstitutional and will be voided, and we will see that happening. As we speak, there are hundreds and hundreds of gun challenges going forward, raising the Second Amendment, raising it at the lowest level in actual cases and controversies. I mean, people just charged with gun offenses, and the lawyers are raising constitutional issues, not just lawsuits brought civilly to challenge it with that being their intent, but just individuals raising it. You're going to you ready you're going to see challenge after challenge case after case an absolute wave of challenges all under the second amendment and you're going to see law after law fall in jurisdiction after jurisdiction so I absolutely believe that the Bruin world will have a major impact Look, one of the cases that was GVR'd was New Jersey's magazine ban. That's actually one of the Supreme Court cases sent back for the court to, to rule in accordance with the U.S. Supreme Court opinion. Listen, folks, the New Jersey magazine ban is on its deathbed. That's the best way to describe it. It's on its deathbed. And so many other of these infringements that we've been putting up with for all these years, infringement after infringement, is going to fall. Even these new ones that Murphy has shoved down our throat and the Democrat legislature has passed, they're not going to be upheld. They're going to fall. It is a new day, a new dawn here. And... uh I'm confident that the laws are finally going to go, infringement after infringement. So these are exciting times, and there's a lot of positives. So don't lose hope, even though there's so many things you hear in the news that make you want to scream and pull your hair out. Just hang in there. America is gaining its freedom will gain its freedoms back, its liberty back. I'm confident in that. Don't lose the faith. Our founding fathers knew what they were doing when they set us up with this wonderful blessing of a constitution. And we will succeed. Till then, this is Evan Knappen reminding you that gun laws don't protect honest citizens from criminals. They protect criminals from honest citizens. Gun Lawyer is a Counterthink Media production. The music used in this broadcast was managed by Cosmo Music, New York, New York. Reach us by emailing evan at gun.lawyer. The information and opinions in this broadcast do not constitute legal advice. Consult a licensed attorney in your state.